2: Hey guys, it's Ezra. I just want to tell you something that you might not be aware of. You know that tank that you have behind your toilet? Well, in that tank, you have about two gallons of good, potable, drinking water that we use to flush our waste. Now, don't you think that in today's day and age, we should probably hold on to that amazing resource and not keep wasting it with every flush? Well, that's why I use Y-Flush. Y-Flush is a spray that will allow me to neutralize my urine so that every time I go in and do number one, I don't have to flush two gallons of good drinking water with every urination. So what I do is I squirt Y-Flush into the bowl, it neutralizes the urine, and I'm saving the water. I think you guys should do that too. So go to y get yourself a few bottles, put them around the house in every bathroom that you have, and save the planet. Hey everybody, welcome back to the new season, and thanks for making The Remarkables a part of your life. We've been exploring the world of people with superpowers and the regular people that work and live with them. Tonight's pretty amazing, because we've never really gotten a close look at someone working for the other side. For obvious reasons, right? Well, this episode changes that, because we got an email from someone who claims he's a henchman. Who's worked with the most known of all notorious remarkables? I'm talking about Maverick.
1: Well, a remarkable thing happened.
0: Remarkable. Be
1: remarkable. The world is being watched. Be remarkable. Greater than man. Greater than man. Be remarkable.
2: Hi, I'm Ezra in Hollywood with Tita in Vancouver, and we're talking about the remarkable people that live and work in the world of the Remarkables. Hey, Tita. Hi, Ezra. We have been away for a while, but we have some really exciting news and we're really happy to get right back into the remarkable world of the Remarkables.
0: I'm so stoked.
2: I know, I am too. I cannot believe that we made this score, Tita.
0: It's so major!
2: It's bigger than major. At least it is for us in our little, small, unremarkable universe as we continue to plow deeper and further into the remarkable universe of the Remarkables. Let's get back to why we got back, and that is we have... I don't know how we got this. I just got a lead that came in off of an email that I had to open up in my other messages through Facebook. It wasn't even one of our followers. And there we got a contact for a gentleman named Leo. And Leo is a bona fide, 100% certified official henchman. Welcome to the
1: Remarkable World of the Remarkables. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. You would love him to be handsome. I can't
0: believe I'm not there.
1: Handsome, handsome fella. My looks don't factor into my uh, job very much. We try to keep a low profile, but um, it's a great coincidence that I happen to be out here uh, working on a project. I'd like to take a second, though. and I have um, to
2: as well. If I don't say this right now, I am shaking inside. You can see me right now, Tita. <laughs> I can't even. It's a real, honest to goodness, this is not some email I'm reading out loud to you listeners like usual. This is face-to-face, I'm looking deep in the eye, of a man who has worked side-by-side to men who have been horrible. No ah. sudden moves.
1: please. You know, just keep your hands where I can see them. Here they are, sir. <laughs> it's nice to be around a guy with only two hands. We, you know, run into some weirdos out there.
2: I've been doing this a long time. Tita and I have met many people, not, no one. no one that holds a title as prestigious as yours. That is the Right-hand
0: man is very prestigious.
2: I'm going RHM.
1: I like it. We call each other henchmen. We just prefer it if others, you know, respect that.
2: Growing up, were you always evil?
1: (laughs) You laugh laugh at that. I don't believe in um, good.
2: You don't don't identify yourself as a... a
1: No, I don't don't believe in good and evil. What I believe in is what are you interested in? If you're interested in something... You should pursue that. If it's not legal where you are, go to somewhere where it is legal. If you can't find a place where it's legal, then you just improvise from there. Um, I've found that uh, in terms of my employers, the, um, the bad guys, if you want to call them bad guys, just for uh, shorthand, they're just more interesting. So I have worked for good guys in the past, you know, straight up, um, straight and narrow, ethical and so forth just didn't find the work as interesting or as as rewarding or as, uh, as much suited to my needs. But in terms of who's a remarkable, who's a bad guy, who's a good guy, um, there are obviously people out there who are not remarkables, but they're not great guys. I mean, you look at some of the things that Look at some of the things that Apple has done in terms of their manufacturing processes and their exploitation of workers. Is was Steve uh, Jobs a good guy? Um, and is everyone under him? Are they good? Are they evil? Are they minions? Are they henchmen? Or are they just people making a paycheck? And as Orson Welles said, what did he? How did he put it? Making a cup of tea, getting a bus ticket, and then dying.
0: I feel like. First of all, (laughs) I'm giggling because I'm uncomfortable. Um, First of all, to say that hanging off of an airplane and saving your coworker could be accomplished by anyone who is innately evil is clearly a very complex statement and situation. And I think that you can just do what's right in the moment and do your best each day. That Mm -hmm. to me is the job of a right-hand man. I mean, like, am I right, Leo?
1: Tita, yeah, I agree. We're all people in the end, and we want to um, help our buddies out and, you know, move on to the next job, the next task. Now, to be fair, in that case, uh, once we got on the helicopter and loaded our guns and went to our destination, we, I think we probably slaughtered about 50 or 60 people um, uh. who were rivals, and uh, we took care of them. So I'm sure... It among them, there was a guy trying to help his buddy, making a second windpipe, and, well, didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I will say that Leo the organization is nothing like the Sinaloa Cartel, for example, which, if they recruit you for a special skill or whatever, you're not leaving in any other form except in a casket. That's the only way out. I've had offers... It's not for me. I have friends who've gotten into that, but it's not for me. Partly because it seems like every job's the same. Drugs and more drugs and more drugs. We've got to get the drugs from here to here. It's boring. Is it just drugs, though? Or well, you, yeah, are you hiding something from me? Oh, I'm talking about the Sinaloa cartel. I mean, that those... those. Um, Why don't you tell me more about what you do? What I do? Well, the great thing is um, often it's each task is very different. Although there's a lot of similar types of situations where there's a lot of standing outside.
2: Do most of of your uh, employment
1: involve early mornings like this? 4 a.m.? Oh. Yeah. A lot of uh spending time with night creatures, you know. Uh-huh. Like you, those are your friends of uh, crickets and coyotes. And say I spend more time outside, it's usually four in the morning. Okay.
2: Well we're um just walking alongside Highway 42 North and uh it's basically a big burned down field. Uh-huh. And um I'd say it's about 65 degrees out, and overcast night, random, random cars going by every now and then, just really not a very, very busy highway at all, um, and Leo, you brought me out here, mm-hmm. and uh,
1: I found you here, just where you said you'd be. Yeah. Yeah, we're expecting a shipment Shh, in tonight. What's that? It's just a cat. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Expecting a shipment in tonight and um, just make sure that there's no um, interference. So we've got guys, as you can see, about every uh, 100 feet, pairs of guys. And you're just,
2: just everybody, just, they get a call? Is it a paging system? You all just hop to it? I mean, how does the system work where you get notified and then all these guys show up, all your right hand manners
1: oh, this operation has been in, in place for a couple months so it's uh, we've been talking about it for quite a while and it's not an interesting one Not a, uh, there's no real threat so I mean it wouldn't have brought you along on something where something really could have gone down mm-hmm. because you would not uh, survive mm-hmm. uh, you don't have those skills you're just a regular person and you would die very very quickly like, you see the henchmen die in the movies, which they never get it right. Uh-huh. Um, they just seem to just walk into gunfire like complete idiots, whereas while James Bond is dodging everything. and You, just, you,
2: this is, you brought up James Bond several times. Well, he's
1: got, I mean, that's a classic, uh, whatever, whatever no, action film. Is,
2: it, is James Bond in particular, is a role model
1: of yours? I mean, did you admire the films of James Bond growing well, up? They're good stories, sure. But, um, but um, my point is, they don't, uh, that's not reality. The reality is um, henchmen or right-hand men are very highly trained. They're not idiots, mm-hmm. and they don't just die. In the movies, they just die by the scores of them, die left and right. It's really offensive, you know? How do you, tell me more about that. Well, I take pride but Here in comes my... a truck. Is this part of the shipment? No, it's just
2: a truck driving down the street. Okay, How Will will I be able to tell the difference between a shipment truck and then just another one of these produce trucks going by? We
1: got a a convoy of about, um, I think, eight or nine tractor trailers, and they are very distinctive. They're completely black. Um, They're very stealthy looking. Mm -hmm. They look very sinister. Um, You'll notice them. They're very high-powered engines that make a different sound. They're very evil sounding and looking. Okay. And that was just some guy in a truck. Probably okay, going okay. To look, le- okay. Probably going to Are get you pack of smokes or something? You're mad at me because I couldn't tell the difference between one of your
2: trucks and a regular truck.
1: Well, you're jumpy. You know, I'm not used to somebody out, a regular out here who's who's just would just be fodder for these guys. You Am
2: just, I putting your position in jeopardy? No. Nah. As I told you, this is not a dangerous. No, 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 mission. no. I'm not talking about me. I'm, I I know I'm safe, but having me here with you is it putting you oh, in danger no, no, no.
1: your it's actually sleep. kind of a kind of a joke among us cuz you know you're not going home tonight you're not going you're not I mean this is it for you you wanted to see this this is the end this is where your road ends i'm not frightened just... by you you don't <laughs> scare
2: me if that's what you're trying to do leo just know that i am not frightened by you
1: that's true.
0: Did you feel safe? I mean, he, like, sounds like the real deal, right? No, he's the so... real deal.
2: I'll tell you, I felt empowered. I don't know what it was about his presence, but I felt always like I was more important than he was.
0: Do you think it was shedding?
2: Do I think it was shedding? Yeah. I've never experienced shedding personally, directly. At, you know, I'm not. Yeah, maybe it was. Do you think it was shedding? Maybe
0: a favorite kind of footwear that takes you from like the standing gigs to the action gigs seamlessly because I feel like that's a really interesting point that I would I would really kind of like the details on.
1: Oh footwear is extremely important and Tita I gotta tell you that's a very that may be the best question of tonight interesting story Jason Statham and I uh, have the same uh, shoemaker mm-hmm. who can who can put together a shoe that looks businessy it doesn't look like a sneaker it doesn't look like uh, something a busboy would wear. Something but a little, like, little higher class than a leather puma? You could wear it with a suit. You hang out with
2: Jason Statham?
1: No, just... Because you dropped his name. Often, the not the Remarkables themselves, but people connected to them. There are people paying good money right now to be on a wait list to go
2: to outer space <laughs> and yeah. come right back. You laugh, it's true. <laughs> I've been...
1: It's true. It's not so great.
2: Well, I'm sure there are some celebrities that are putting themselves on a list or better yet, even those exceptionally wealthy human beings that are putting themselves on a list for a ride along with one of you. Oh, sure. Yeah, there, there are, but there are then you're confirming that. I mean, I, I'm not going to name Why don't you then not name a name, but tell me a very specific example and description of the person and the experience.
1: In Roman times, it, when the gladiator games were in full swing, it's common knowledge. We all know it now that uh, often women would pay to spend some time with a uh, very successful gladiator. You know, these are. These is are, it common knowledge,
2: Leo? Or is that common knowledge for your studies? I, Tita, did you know the that? History
1: Channel. Anybody watch the
2: History Channel? Do Can I have you to, not I interrupt him?
0: Because this is super juicy. It's just, like, he, I need he for just, him to just...
2: It's fine. I don't want to interrupt him. He's fascinating. But what I what I want to know is he is referencing information's experience as if that's um, common yeah, for but us. I,
0: but here's the thing. Like, if it isn't and I'm not saying that I know that or don't know that, right. that is so juicy. And do you think anyone else has that story if you haven't even heard of it before?
2: Yeah, but I don't. I, I'm looking into his eyes and he's treating me like I'm familiar with his experience. like
0: Jason Statham?
2: Yes. No. He de- no no, he's much smaller than Jason Statham. And Jason Statham from from what I have heard is not a very tall man.
0: So this leads to something that I think is really interesting and I think that our listeners will be super into it too, which is that we talked about the past. We talked about history. So we're talking like Gladiator or, or like Colonel Mustard or I don't know whatever his name is in US history, but Basically, clue. I think
1: we're, we're, we're talking, talking about people who have been That's elevated. Board, board okay. I,
0: I'm not American. I'm hero status, right? Mm-hmm. And arguably, and I've heard rumblings of this before, and maybe Leo, as our guest, can finally let me know if this is true. I've heard that there are right-hand men who are very charismatic, even attractive, to the point where, and I don't want to name-drop, But potentially these stars come from the henchman world and become movie stars that we know and love, but are secretly still involved in the organization. And then historically, we learn about them as heroes, but they were heroes in their time. They weren't just folklore and they weren't just stars of the silver screen. Just like now... They might very well be in the theater right now doing Mission Impossible for all we know. Hmm.
2: I do know for a fact that the uh, famous pop singer Pitbull only plans to be a musician for a couple more years, tops, retire, and then he's going to be a big real estate mogul. Take that money and try and purchase the ability of flight or sustained ability underwater for transport and travel. Where did you hear that one? I got that one directly sourced to me when I went to a three-day convention with Sir Tony Robbins. Hmm. And I was there as a VIP guest.
1: Hmm. From him. Hmm. So, yeah, I can't confirm or deny that uh, Pitbull is going to engage in what we call shedding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... There are some Remarkables that can, sort of, their power can rub off on other people, and they know they can do that, and they can make a little uh, side coin. Does shedding have a long-term effect? Let's uh, go back to um, Jason Statham's shoes, maybe. Okay. We'll probably talk too much there. Not a very tall man. So, Leo. During the Civil War... The, when these battles happened, if you were a certain distance away, you were pretty much out of harm's way. And families would get together in a lit caravan I, Leo, and Leo, they again, would make a picnic on to a know hill. I am telling
2: gladiators or the civil war. I don't want to know the origin of your title. I brought you in here today to speak with us about the goings on that are current. I want to know what's about to happen. And if you can't tell me that, I want to know what just happened. Treatment for celebrities and anybody else who's willing to pay a special service at LAX to avoid the paparazzi. Nick Watt got the LA list experience.
1: LAX, where celebrities and paparazzi do battle. Brad and Angelina, J Lo, Harry Styles, Clooney, Gaga, dark glasses just aren't enough an agent meets you curbside and a paparazzi proof wall then an escort to the lounge just in case anyone bothers me there's a no riffraff guarantee <laughs> <laughs> first class ticket and wait when you land take those secret stairs off the jetway yup Porsche. Then, here in L.A., they whisk you to a secret location somewhere on Century Boulevard to meet your chauffeur. No baggage claim, no paparazzi scrum, no normal people. We're actually on the tarmac in a Porsche. This feels wrong. No, so, it's part of the experience. <laughs> it's living it large at LAX. Yeah,
2: but since you're on the inside in such a... Significant way, Leo, would you consider the Remarkables not so remarkable? Up close and personal, do you still consider them remarkable in your point of view, your experience?
1: Yeah, they're not like us. Mm. They're very different. And that is why someone like El Nicaragua, oh, I didn't mean to say that name. Can you not uh, include that? Doesn't even, no one considers it a name drop. Okay. Well, that is why certain people have a need to be around them, even despite their evil deeds and their plans. They are charismatic um, people. Mm For lack of a better word. Unlike yourself.
2: I mean, you're suited for the job. You're very bland. I mean, you know a great deal about history. I will give you that. And I'm sure you're fascinating to stand next to. But... You really don't have much to no, offer. You not. I have to. It's the truth. He's not very tall and he's wearing a white shirt with denim overalls. Um
1: Yeah. I I'm bland. I don't stand out and I wanna thank you for the compliment. That shows that I'm effectively doing my job all the time.
2: Thank you. I will say I will say this, Leo, that the time that we have shared together so far, I have learned very little from you. That's good. That helicopter going by, is that part of your shipment?
1: It could be one of our scouts, yeah.
2: Okay. So, you're you're telling me I'm not going to go home tonight. And I don't really believe you. And then you're telling me I should believe you. And I still don't believe you because I don't feel threatened by you.
1: I think you better get back in the van Where's that? Get back in the van
2: What are you going to do to me in the van, Leo? Is this it? Am I out? I won't drop as easily as some henchmen. I'll tell you that right now I will See, not See, that's
1: exactly the point I was making Henchmen don't drop that easy
2: Okay Have you been Has anyone attempted to drop you? It's my job to be attacked Has anyone though but has, I know it's your job to be attacked Have you ever been attacked? Of course I have Yeah, Yeah, we're fine
1: Man, it is uh, getting a little chilly Is that jacket warm enough for you? Yeah, yeah, you want my gloves? No, I'm fine I got so much callus on my hands It actually, I think it actually creates heat mm-hmm. Anyway You
2: talked about your dad earlier
1: <sighs> Yeah Was he an important role model in your life? Um, important um, He was someone you uh, I learned to not mess with You know, you had to watch out for that guy Uh
2: huh, but, but he's supposed to be a Sort of a
1: Nurturing figure in your life and You wanted to avoid him? Yeah, I don't I can't relate to that nurturing thing mm-hmm. No, he was um, <clears throat> He was sort of in the business himself And um, He would take it home with him, you know yeah What's that? That's the same cat Oh Yeah, he's harmless Okay I did once have Encounter a cat That was not so harmless Have you ever
2: encountered Anything
1: that uh, That cat, yeah That cat? No, that, not that That cat as Again, that cat It's harmless But I know where you're going And that cat Did remind me of a cat The thing is When you're fighting an animal It's not like fighting a person yeah, you know, there's no soul there. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. There's uh Is this one of those trucks? There it is. That's a black truck. The shipment's coming in. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah, it could be the first one. But uh You know when you're, you're sweating when you're a little a bit. Huh. I'm just thinking about it. Are you that. getting nervous about this? No, I'm not the not the shipment. I'm just thinking about this uh this tiger. It's a tiger. So we were working on an operation in India and, um, we had to clear these, uh, this jungle. No big deal. You know, I wasn't uh, expecting any big heat coming down. So I wasn't, I think I had my sidearm on me and that was it. You know, there's, we always throw terms around like, you know, flying tigers. I'd heard about this group. So, all right. Yeah. I'll look out for those guys. Um, little confusion. I thought they were talking about a, you know, gang. You know, as particular rough guys, you no, know, but it's actual you know, flying tigers and uh this, so I was out there in the jungle alone, clearing an area. Tiger comes at me flying and um I thought I was a goner. I mean this this and but but I'm telling you if it was a if it was me another guy and I had a knife and he had a knife, you feel like you're part of some sort of cohesive world but when it's a, an animal you're just a piece of food and there's there's no hope, there's no compassion at all there never was, I mean that tiger you, I was a Snickers bar to that tiger and he came at me and uh, I started thinking about you know, am I good? Am I bad? I've been working for this guy and everyone in the world calls him evil and, uh... I kind of agree with his... Well, I don't think too much about his plans, but I think he's got... He makes some sense about how he wants to fix things. Maybe it's a radical way to do it. Maybe a lot of people are going to die who shouldn't die. I don't know. But that tiger didn't give a shit. And, uh... Yeah. Well... (laughs) <laughs> it's the most scared I've ever been well, I can see that uh, everyone's
2: starting to hustle around a little bit more I don't want to infringe I certainly appreciate you taking the time but the, that shipment as you say is here
1: so I think I'm going to make my way back Are you a little scared now? Think something's going down? Absolutely not I just don't want to be put to work
0: Sounds like the real deal, right? No, he's the real deal.
2: I'll tell you, I felt empowered. I don't know what it was about his presence, but I felt always like I was more important than he was. Well, Tita, we have now come to the end of another very compelling podcast.
0: I'm so thrilled to be back.
2: Do you feel like you've learned more?
0: Oh, absolutely. I have so much homework and research to do. It's crazy.
2: All right, so... As you all know, this is where Tita and I will um, disclose our takeaways. My takeaway is a henchman, although they seem, I'm sorry, right-hand man. First, uh, That's number one. I guess I can't use henchman any longer. So from here on out, I will no longer use the term henchman, but it will be right-hand man because I'm trying to learn this world properly so I may one day fit in. Number two. I got to brush up on my history. I know nothing that he was talking about. I just felt like he was bringing me down a very confusing corridor just intentionally to confuse me and lose me. Do you
0: know what else I love? And I feel like our audience is going to seriously like the Internet will explode because of this. What? Um, he dropped all those movie star names.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He didn't confirm nor deny that Charisma is one of the things that they use to their advantage. I am
2: so alive right now. I am telling you, the presence of having Leo around me, I felt like I should just tell him to sit outside and wait.
0: I feel like he expertly moved around all of the topics, told us just what he needed and nothing else, and you left with a feeling of like elation and empowerment,
2: mm-hmm.
0: even though he was irritating you.
2: What's your takeaway, Tita?
0: First of all, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back through my history notes so to speak. And I'm thinking Napoleon. I'm thinking Cortez. I'm thinking Queen Elizabeth II. Like these people all need to be looked at with a different filter. Uh So that is major information. I think
2: we have to look at height. Let's look at Hitler. Let's look at Thatcher. And let's go ahead and see what their involvements may have been with the inner workings, the matrix of the Remarkables. Because I think there's something there.
0: But I'm so glad that we talked even though I'm on the road because I would not have missed that for the world.
2: I just felt he tried to make me feel less smart than he was. And I'm telling you right now, I looked him in the eyes. He is not a bright individual. Not really smart. He was fascinating for conversation. I really enjoyed listening to him. Not very bright.
0: So many things. This is amazing. And
2: we will continue exploring for you and for us because we will not rest until we have marked more on the Remarkables.